Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I hope all of you are having a fantastic new year. I had planned on putting this show up last week, but it was completely derailed because my fur baby, Harley, has been extremely sick. And I wanted to do this very show because I want to educate all of you on what I've been going through because it's preventable. And so this all comes back down to energy. So that is what today's show is going to be all about. I want to talk about the importance of pets in our lives and the benefits that they have on our feng shui. I'm also going to share about what we've been going through with his health and the allopathic system, which if you listen to this show, if you follow me in any capacity, you know that the allopathic system is my nemesis and how I'm once again going to take it back to feng shui, chi, and perseverance to turn this shit around. <laughs> so... Uh, now for a very, very exciting announcement. I'm super excited about this and I hope y'all will be too. As many of you know, I've been really wavering on what to do with this show, like forever. I love doing it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not complaining, although I do complain about it, but I do really love doing the show. I love having guests on and being able to interview them and going straight to the source on information. And I love being able to share this with you, my community, and, you know, just really providing fantastic information for the world. I feel like it's my, my little corner of the world where I can help humanity. <laughs> but as Dennis Miller would say, I don't want to go off on a rant here, but the biggest issue is that we have a lot of expensive things uh, to make this show run. It's very time consuming to produce. It's very laborious to edit. And as the show has gotten bigger and bigger, Lord have mercy we now have an enormous amount of correspondence coming in via Facebook Messenger, emails, phone calls, website inquiries. Oh my God, we're drowning. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm a small operation over here. Um, we don't have a, a full-blown staff that's doing all these things. I did many years ago. I had uh, a company that would help me uh, produce and edit all these shows and upload them and do all that, but it's expensive. So, you know, we've been trying to trim the fat and cut unnecessary expenses. And so we do everything in house. Everything is between um, three people. And because of the pandemic, uh, Deborah and Elliot are no longer coming into the office. So we're trying to do the best that we can, but it's just too much. It is just too much. 
um, especially because it's all free content. It's benefiting everyone else except us. So I keep going back and forth on whether to keep the show, you know, stop doing the show. And we came to a conclusion. I've been working with a very good friend of mine who is um, very, extremely, very, extremely (laughs) tech savvy. And so rather than shutting the show down, um, you know, and just stop doing amazing interviews, which I love, and feng shui tutorials, I have decided to create a Patreon page. Um, and it's funny because my friend has been trying to get me over onto Patreon for about two years now. So I'm finally breaking down and I'm doing it. So you may be saying, what the hell is Patreon, Amanda? It's basically a membership site for creative people like me who do weird things like me. Um, you know, we're not a part of the, the normal industry. Hey, that's me doing feng shui over here, but having this site will allow me to do what I love and just get the support for my community, AKA that's y'all. So the other thing that is highly beneficial about Patreon is that I can build and actually, you know, communicate with you and I can build a community with you. Uh, and that's really important to me. I want to grow and foster community and I've been unable to do that with the way this is currently set up. It's like, you know, I'm putting out all this information via my YouTube channel, my newsletters, the podcast, and a lot of times I feel like it's just going out into the freaking ethers. <laughs> There's absolutely no real connection or feedback other than all of the correspondence that we're getting. And, you know, a lot of people who are contacting us, they have the same comments, they have the same questions. And, you know, we feel like robots sometimes and it's like, man, there's got to be a better way to do this. There has to be a way that we can like bring everybody together and literally build a tribe together. And that's what I want. So this is how we're going to do it. This is the future. So I would rather have amazing friendships and connections with, you know, a few hundred people than have this mass amount of followers that is essentially empty calories. We're now uh, over 200,000 listeners on the show. And, you know, maybe 20 of you, 100 of you, I don't know. I don't know how many of you will go over to Patreon, but I know that many of you that follow my work don't have a way to really connect with me in a meaningful way. And I wanna have meaningful connections. I wanna have meaningful relationships and I wanna be able to know that I'm touching people and helping them and vice versa. We learn from each other, you know, and when you have a community, a tribe of people that you can really uh, depend on, rely on, lean on, it makes your life more fruitful. It makes it more meaningful and it's better for your chi. So to me, this solves a lot of problems and benefits everyone. And it also helps me pay rent. (laughs) Oh, and uh, supporting my vet bills right now, because that's what we're going to be talking about today in today's show is Harley the cat. So as long as, you know, this is supported and you guys sign up and uh, you like it, I'll continue to do the show. So I'll probably continue to do one or two shows here on iTunes. Um, I'm still debating on if I'm going to do one or two shows a month here on iTunes um, and then put everything else on Patreon 
Or what I may do is continue to do the four shows, three to four shows here a month, but um, not do the full shows. So I'll do the extended version or extended cuts on Patreon. So you get like the first, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes or so here, and then the rest of it will be over there. Um, that way there's still a free option, but the rest will be over there. And I'm going to put up three different tiers because I want it to be extremely affordable and I want it to be accessible for everyone. And in this way, it helps support the work that I'm putting out into the world and pay my bills. And, you know, my vet bills are getting pretty expensive right now. And not to mention, I mean, Lord have mercy, we are in our 11th season for the show. I mean, I've been doing this for a very long time for free. So I think it's time that I make a little money doing it. Uh, my team and I are still, you know, fleshing everything out. Um, but what we're basically looking at is we've got three tiers that we're going to be offering. Uh, we're going to do the first tier, which is going to be extremely affordable. It'll be around seven bucks. And we're going to do um, three to four podcasts inside the platform. And they'll they'll be the extended cut. See, that's the thing is you guys listen to this show on iTunes and you think it's the full show and it's not. A lot of times I cut them down um, and I end up having to throw away 15 to 30 minutes of a show because in order to upload it, um, you know, I can put a two hour show up, but I have to um, really reduce the bandwidth of the audio because it doesn't come through very clear. And I also don't know that everybody has, you know, two hours to listen to a show time-wise. So I end up cutting them down and I try to make every show right around 45 to 60 minutes. So the extended cuts, I'm just going to throw the whole thing up in Patreon so that you can listen uh, as you choose and when you have the time to do it. Tier number two, that's going to be around 14 bucks, and um, I'm going to do everything that's in tier one, but you're also going to get uh, a feng shui tutorial. It's going to, I'm going to give you exclusive tips so that you can improve feng shui and get something um, that benefits you, something that you can work on. A lot of times I do free tutorial uh, audios here on the podcast, and again, I'm not really getting anything in return for doing those. In fact, when I do the feng shui tutorials on the show here, we get more correspondence. We get more phone calls, emails, Facebook Messenger. It gets insane because people have questions about things that I said. And it's not fair that we've got to sit there and answer all these questions. And it's very time consuming. So, um, and then there's going to be tier number three. Um, it's going to be around 25, 27 bucks. But this is the super exciting part. Um, this tier is the one that I'm super excited to really dive into because um, I'm going to do a monthly Q&A session. I'm going to have a private community set up in there so that we can actually talk and connect and build a community. I'm going to have exclusive content that I'm not going to post anywhere else. It's going to be in here. I'm going to do live streams. And I always, when I'm, you know, showing real estate, I always do videos and stuff. I take videos of things that I see like, well, this is weird or, hey, this is cool. And so I don't always have a place that I can share those. Sometimes I'll put them up on YouTube, but I get a lot of 
uh, clips like that. So I'm going to be sharing those in this tier and just really uh, taking you on my real estate adventures and, you know, just sharing some of the feng shui that I see and then what to do about it. I actually just went to a house. I, I did a showing for a client uh, last week and it was the strangest thing. Like you walked upstairs and you were on this weird platform and you had to turn left or right depending on which side of the house you would go into. It was like a condo. And every time you made a turn and every time you made a transition into a room, there was a step. It was very strange. I've never seen anything like that. And I wish that I could have had access to the homeowner because I had a lot of questions about their feng shui. So I'm going to share really cool things like that. So I'm excited about this tier because it'll allow me to connect with you, share some really cool stuff with you, um, and just really build a community, which is what I really, really want. So that's what we're doing. And um, I've literally been doing, you know, all this stuff for free for many, many years. And I just don't think it's too much to ask to say, hey, let's switch this up a little bit. I'd like to ask for a little bit of support. And plus, Harley appreciates it because I'm having to buy all this fancy food again. <laughs> like way fancier than we've been doing. So helps everyone, benefits everyone. And um, I think it's a good chapter. It's a good chapter to step into. And again, I'll be launching this. Um, we're building it now. We're putting it all together. We're getting all the financial stuff set up um, and building the website. So it'll probably be up in three weeks, four weeks. I'm planning on launching it right around February 23rd. Uh, don't hold us to that date. It'll be somewhere around there. So, okay, now that we've gotten that out of the way, I'm so excited about it. I can't wait to connect with you guys personally. Okay, so today's show, what I really want to dive into is the importance of pets in our lives and the benefits that they have on our feng shui, but it only benefits us if they're healthy. So last summer, I started to notice that my Harley, my black and white kitty, He's my middle fur baby. He started to lose some weight. And my youngest kitty, Winnie Pooh, which FYI, if you want to learn more about these kids, they have their own Instagram page. Oh, yes, they do. It's at Winnie and Harley 2. And it's not the, the number 2 or the letter T-W-O. It's T-O-O. So at Winnie and Harley 2. I'll put the link in the show notes just in case, but they have their own Instagram page so that you can see my kids. It's all kitty pictures. And listen, they're the love of my life and I cannot imagine my life without them. But Harley started to lose, you know, a lot of weight. And I assumed, huh, well, Winnie Pooh chases him a lot. She jumps on him and she bites him. I like to call this grab ass. Like she's just constantly like grabbing at him and poking at him and doing stuff to him. But she's also young. You know, she's only four years old. So I just assumed that she's wanting to play and he's an old fart and, you know, he doesn't want to play. So I chalked the weight up, the weight loss up to, oh, well, he's probably anxious, you know, she's really stressing him out. So he's losing weight. But the thing is, is that I started giving him some CBD oil and just really paying extra attention. I just really wanted to, you know, kind of pay attention to how's his mood, 
How's his behavior? How's his overall habit? And for the most part, nothing was really changing, but he continued to lose weight. So last fall, just before Thanksgiving, I contacted my animal intuitive, Jill, and I've been working with Jill for years and years. I mean, she was the one that really got me on track with Winnie Pooh because I've had a lot of issues with Winnie Pooh. So I would say I've probably been working with Jill for about six or seven years now. And I told her I needed, you know, for her to just really tune into Harley and just let me know, you know, what do you see? What's going on? And, you know, ask him what's happening here. Like, what can I do to help him? And she immediately picked up on something was going on with his stomach and she felt there was something really um, not great going on with the liver. And she said, nope, it's not anxiety. There's something else wrong. It's something to do with the stomach or the liver. And you need him, you need to get him to the vet immediately. But don't do anything that the vet tells you. Just get uh, the test results. Just to have, you know, do a urine analysis, do blood work. Um, let's just get some answers as to what's going on so that we know how to proceed. Okay, so I'll just say right now, I am not a fan of anything allopathic. Y'all know this. <laughs> For trauma, major emergencies, major surgery, 1000% wholeheartedly, I believe in allopathic medicine. It, that shit saves lives. But for chronic issues, in my humble opinion, they fail us every freaking time. So, based on Jill's recommendation, I uh, set up a vet appointment. I wasn't able to get in because it was right around Thanksgiving time. So, I ended up having to wait like three weeks. And then it was just before Christmas time. So, when I got the lab results, there wasn't a lot that I could do. I swear, every time there's like major decisions to be made, I, I feel like it always lands like right around the holiday season where everything like stops because there's all these holidays. Anyways, so we did the urine analysis. We did the blood work. Sure enough, it comes back with liver failure. The vet said that I needed to immediately hire a radiologist, do more testing, that it could be lipidosis, it could be cancer, and um, depending on which route it was, we would need to start chemo immediately or we would have to do all this other stuff. I don't know, I kind of tuned her out. I was like, blah, 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 I'm not listening. So, of course, right? <laughs> and I know my vet was not happy with me. She even shamed me and told me that, well, <laughs> If you're not going to do anything, you at least need to put him on IV fluids and steroids. Um, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Steroids? I swear to God, that's their answer for everything. So, for those that listen to my show, you know about my experience that I had last summer of needing a quote-unquote root canal... If you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend that you go back and listen. It's episode 138. Basically, in a nutshell, I was told that I needed a root canal. And I told my dentist to go suck an egg. I wanted no part of that. <laughs> I didn't exactly tell him that. But in so many words, I said, uh, hell no, I ain't doing it. And of course, he shamed me, told me I was an idiot, told me that when I was ready to, you know, come back down to earth and stop doing my woo shit. 
<laughs> he'd be there for me. But it's not what I wanted. I wanted another solution and I wanted more answers. And guess what? I got them. So here's the thing that I want to mention. Just because you go to an authority figure slash expert in a field, don't trust everything that they say unless you trust them 100%. Have they given you reason to trust them? And I tell this to my very own clients. When I work with someone and we're doing and working on their feng shui, I tell them to take what works for them, disregard everything else. You have to honor your knowing and you have to honor your inner truth. And if I say something to you and it doesn't feel right, then don't do it. It's that simple. So what the allopathic vet did is she gave me very valuable information. Harley's kidneys were okay, but something was going on with the liver. So that brought me to two questions. Why is the liver failing and what is it that I need to do to fix it? So here in Nashville, we only have one holistic vet in my area. His name is Dr. Ingram and he's very well known, but he graduated from vet school in 1968 and he's been trying to retire since 2014. So because he only works two days a week, he no longer takes new patients. Trust me, I've tried. So for years and years, I've tried to get in with him and it's impossible because he continues to work with existing you know, patients and clients. And of course they continue to go to him because he gets results. So unless it's an emergency, which I discovered when I contacted them, that's the only way you can get in. So, you know, I will do whatever it takes for my kids. So I was a hysterical, falling apart, losing my shit, ugly cry mess. And hey, if that's what it takes to get my kid in, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. So I was hysterical and pretty much insane. Yep, that was me, but it got me in to see the vet. Now, I was not able to get Harley physically in front of the vet, but I was able to go down to the vet's office. Um, I was able to give them a fur sample, a spit sample, and a couple of other things, and I gave them um, all of his records, and by doing that... um, Uh, He was able to, he basically said, look, I'll take a look at all of this over the weekend. And at this point, I was so damn desperate for help. I mean, I would have agreed to anything. I was a little bummed once again that I couldn't get my kids in. Like I said, I've been trying and trying for years. The poor guy's trying to retire and all of us hippies are like, no, you can't. (laughs) So meanwhile, while Dr. Ingram was you know, he had all of Harley's information and I was hoping on a wing and a prayer that, you know, he was going to be able to take a look at everything in a, in a quick manner, hopefully, and get me some answers. I started doing copious amounts of research. And let me tell you, the pet food industry is not only full of greed, but most products on the market are just complete shams. I can say without a shadow of a doubt, do your damn homework. And I mean, do your due diligence. 
Most articles on the web are sponsored by the very pet product that you're investigating. So, you know, they'll say, don't do this, or you have to do this. And, you know, it's biased because the very brand that you're trying to research is writing the damn article. So, of course, there's going to be bias and favoritism. Also, if you really want to freak yourself out, be sure to check out Molly Morissette at Poisoned Pets. She is an amazing journalist and she is fighting on behalf a massive war for our fur babies. She does due diligence in reporting and investigating pet brands, all the recalls, and the shit that a lot of people have no idea that's going on behind the scenes. And she's investigating that and bringing it to the surface. And I've got to give a shout out to her because she's taking the time to investigate the shady shit that these people are pulling. Because you think that you're buying good, holistic, all natural, good for your pet food and come to find out it's none of those things. It's fancy dancy marketing and it's, oh, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. So make sure you check out her website. It was a godsend for me. Um, for example, she's done a lot of research on a brand called Avengers. Um, they are a pet food company out of Illinois. And I'm very disappointed to know that Chewy.com carries this. I have reached out to Chewy to let them know. And of course, I was just kind of pushed to the side and yeah, we'll look at it for review. Well, it's still up. But Avengers is marketed. Uh, they have a whole line of organic, all natural, farm raised, country brand. Their site and their products make you feel like old farmer John who's been farming for 40 years is making your product he's proud and he loves your animals well their labels are pitch perfect to a marketing image that drives home this very concept that you think you're buying a good product and you're not they are one of the most recalled pet brands on the market in fact Phenobarbital was found in their dog food in 2017 and several pets died. If you don't know what Phenobarbital is, research it. It's very scary. The FDA has fined them numerous times for unsanitary factory operations. So many times, in fact, that they are now wrapped up in multiple lawsuits and legal battles and they are being threatened to be shut down by the FDA. And the city has complained so many times for foul smells because of the dead carcasses that are thrown about out back behind the factory and in the dumpster. They are also in lawsuits for embezzlement, money laundering, and stealing utilities and gas lines to run their factory. <sighs> They have employees on record stating that they were told by managers to reroute utility lines and gas lines so that the factory could steal electricity and gas. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, and seriously, go on to Chewy.com right now or just Google Avengers Pet Food and you'll see all the legal shit that's going on. And if you look at the marketing and the branding of this 
pet line, oh my God, it makes you feel like you're down home and you're buying one of the best products on the market. So this is why I'm saying you got to do your due diligence and really pay attention to the things that you're feeding your animals. Good grief. Because, you know, you look at a brand like that and it looks wholesome. They look ethical. And, you know, for many of you, your pets are a major part of your family. Hell, mine are everything to me. I have literally dropped everything to get Harley well. I'm doing everything in my power. I've called on all my team. Every single woo in my circle has worked on Harley. And, you know, when a company threatens their health and safety over profits and greed and ego, hell no, no, that ain't going to happen. And that's why I am happy that I have a platform like this where I can educate you and let you know about the things that are going on so that you can do your own research and investigations and journalistic work. And you have to remember that love is a vibrational energy. And that is the energy that you want going into this food. If you buy a product like Avengers or other brands that are doing the same type of practices that don't give a shit about your animal, that is the energy that's going into their food. And you look at animals and they are far more sensitive and far more psychic than we are. So this type of energy really affects them. So, okay, I'll get off my soapbox about the food (laughs) and let's circle back to the moment where I tell you about brands to actually look into because, um, I want you to have an option that you know is good so that you're not freaking out. Because if I were you, I'd be freaking out right now. (laughs) I'd be like, oh my God, we have to tear up the entire house. All the food's going in the trash. We're starting over. (laughs) Um, But before I do that, you may be asking why I'm focusing so much on the food portion. And um, it's extremely extremely important not only for Harley's issue but likely for your pets as well if there's an ailment or issue showing up so turns out Dr. Ingram discovered that Harley has a rare form of Lyme's disease now here's the thing for years I took Harley to the vet because he kept getting breakouts on his arms his neck and they were like these bloody sores And no one could give me an answer as to why this was happening. Oh, he's probably allergic to pollen. Oh, he's probably stressed out. And guess what they did? They wanted to give him steroids. I swear to God, that's their answer to everything. So my poor kid has suffered for 10 years because I wasn't able to get a clear answer. Now you may say, well, that sounds rare. I mean, Lyme's disease in a cat, that could be easily missed, Amanda. Actually, when I was able to speak with Dr. Ingram, the first thing that he asked me, what is Harley's diet? And like a proud mama bear, I like held my chest up high and I was like, well, he eats the highest quality foods and I worked with a special nutritionist six years ago to ensure that he gets the absolute best. And this is very true. I did. I worked with a nutritionist and I did all the right things. Problem is, it was all the wrong things because he wasn't diagnosed properly. 
So Dr. Ingram didn't give two flips about any of my fancy dancy food and what I was doing. He wanted to know what the ingredients were because as soon as I told him about the liver disease and the skin rashes, he immediately said he's got a food allergy. Let me remind you, I didn't have an actual vet visit with him. I dropped off samples and we spoke over the phone. So after running the test, Dr. Ingram looked over like his uh, folder from my allopathic vet. And I wasn't sure how long he was going to take, but he ended up looking over uh, all of the records over the weekend. And sure enough, he, it came back. He, he had ran all these uh, tests and everything on everything that I dropped off. And Har he was highly, Harley was highly, highly allergic to chicken, turkey, lamb, peas, pumpkin, salmon, corn, and eggs. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? My highfalutin, fancy-dancy food had all seven of those ingredients in it. And it's what he's been eating since I adopted him. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? So here I've been going to all these vets, trying to get a clear answer to help him and to help him stop suffering and nobody could give me a clear answer. And the holistic naturopath was the one who was able to diagnose it immediately. <sighs> yeah. So here we are. I mean, imagine, just imagine. I mean, someone like celiac who ha or has celiac disease. Imagine if they ate gluten every day of their life. How would they feel? Holy F. Oh. As a pet mom, I feel terrible. I couldn't believe here that I, you know, I didn't know. I, I can't believe that he has suffered this long. And because of it, he's now in complete liver failure. His body is just giving out because it's like, oh my God, I'm allergic to all this stuff. Stop. It's too much. <sighs> so here's the feng shui part. Pets are extremely important in our lives and they are the most incredible chi for our personal chi for our homes they boost the hell out of it they not only stir up the chi within our homes they stir up the chi within us they bring us vitality and oh just imagine you know you're you're having one of those days and you come home yeah they fix everything Having a pet is one of the best feng shui adjustments for you in your home. You know, you're having that bad day. You come home. Oh, they love you good times and bad. It's the best unconditional love ever. And one of my dear friends who I had on the show, I think about a year ago, uh, Jamie Fox, she's a medium. And she told me pets are a small reminder of true unconditional love. It's a reminder of where we come from. It's so true. Oh, they are such gifts. And my Harley, oh, he's such a cool cat. Coolest cat I've ever had. Just so laid back. I swear to God, he's a Taurus. He has to be. So mellow, so chill, so laid back. Has never met someone that he doesn't like. Happy, go lucky, coolest kid. And here I was floundering around once again, failing in an allopathic system that was never able to help me. 
and in less than three days of being with a naturopathic vet, I was able to turn everything around, just like my damn root canal. That FYI did not happen. (laughs) But seriously, the holistic, all-natural vet who's been in practice for 50 years and the poor kid can't retire because he is needed so much by his patients because there's no other option. But he also gets results. That's the problem with the allopathic system. They can't heal chronic issues. I swear their answer is steroids. It's always steroids. So don't take what you hear from me at face value and don't take what you hear from your veterinarian at face value. Ask questions, persevere, research, find your own answers, ask more questions. I have spent, oh my gosh, I've probably spent over a hundred hours buried in research in the last month trying to learn more about this, trying to learn about liver failure, learning about food allergies, learning about all the things that I can do. And I had to change out everything in my house, including my cat litter, which was all natural, holistic, made of corn. So natural, in fact, that I actually have to keep it up on a special shelf in my garage because the mice get into it. That's how natural it is. I think I'm killing it over here, doing such a damn good job, not only for the environment and my kid, and he's allergic to it. So I had to get rid of all the kibble, all the cat food, all the cat litter. And FYI, if you've ever had a cat, you're supposed to transition these things, you know, very slowly, gently transition. Yeah, we didn't do any of that. I ripped everything upside down, inside out. I took away all the food. I changed everything. I ripped out the cat litter. I did no transitioning. Uh Uh-uh. No. I know. I may have gotten a little frenetic and spastic, but you know, it is what it is. So from all the research that I've read, cats are not supposed to have any kind of kibble. They can't digest the carbs. And if they have an immune deficiency, like Harley does, it weakens their immune system and puts them in liver failure. So I'm getting a whole education. That's why I'm doing this show. I'm hoping that for all of you who are pet owners, whether you have a dog, cat, whatever, if you have an ailment, you need to look into their food. So we're now two weeks into the new diet. We've had a few ups and downs and every day is a new day. But since we've been on this new fet, the the new food and since we've been, I'm going to talk about the food here in a minute and what you need to look for. But since we've been on this, we've seen marketedly big improvements. His eyes are brighter. He's peppier. He's happier. Oh my God, his appetite is ravenous. I cannot give him enough food. And, you know, I feel like when I adopted him, he was about two years old. I got him from the pound. I feel like he's acting like that kid again. He's behaving like that kid that I brought home from the vet, which, oh my God, thrills me to death that I'm finally getting it right. I've been trying. I, it's, it wasn't, you know, for lack of effort. I was trying. I just was getting the wrong information. And you don't know what you don't know, which is very hard to ask right questions when you don't know. So again, I'm hoping that this podcast helps y'all. 
So as for the food, what have I been doing? I've been experimenting with all kinds of different foods based on the research that I've been doing. And I'm sure many of you are going to balk because, you know, the better foods are going to be more expensive. And you may say, oh, Amanda, I can't afford it. And that may be true. But if you eliminate the kibble, which is an expense, and get them on a species-appropriate diet, I'm finding that in the long run, it's actually going to be less money. And I would also argue, if you're not willing to provide them with the best possible life and aka best chi, these little beings, you know, deserve that. And it may not be a good time for you to have a pet or adopt if that's not something that you're willing to do. I know, I know, it's harsh, but it's what I believe to be true because they are absolute gifts to this world. They are gifts to us and they give us so many benefits and they benefit our lives so much that they deserve to be well taken care of. They deserve to feel well. You know, it's hard to tell when animals don't feel well and cats hide things very well. So... It's important that you do that. Uh, all right. What to look for. Bottom line, cats are carnivores. And dogs are too, but cats really need meat. They should be eating about 85% meat or more. No grains, corn, soy, legumes, potatoes, fruits. Their bodies find it really difficult to digest that stuff. So you also want to pay attention very closely to the ingredients. Very few brands are one protein, meaning they have mixed proteins. And this can be really hard on a cat's digestive system. You want one protein, which means when you're looking at that ingredient list, it's chicken, chicken liver, chicken eggs, that sort of thing. Not chicken turkey liver, duck eggs, you know, all these random things, tuna, all thrown into one recipe. It's too much. Brands that do this, um, you know, it, it. I think it's cheaper in the long run. It's easier to make. It's easier for them to find ingredients, but it's harder on your cat's digestive system. So when you're looking for a one protein source cat food, if you want something that's canned and you don't want to do raw, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, here are some brands that um, I think are really great and um, fairly easy to find. Uh, Tiki Cat, um, you know, the, the brand itself is a little heavy on the fish flavors. I'd like to see a little bit more variety, but this brand has never been recalled. So it was started in 2005 by a woman who loves animals and their canned foods are just meat and vitamins. That's it. The good thing is too is it's moderately priced. So if you are on a budget, start here. This is a great brand and other than their, you know, a lot of their flavors are mixed like you'll see uh, turkey and chicken combined, but they do have um, flavors that are protein specific. So like one of them that I've been feeding Harley is um, beef. I think it's beef pate and it's like uh, beef, beef liver, beef heart. Um, you know, it's all beef. There's nothing else mixed into it. So it's one protein source, which is really, really important. Um, another brand that has been highly regarded is called Dr. Elsie's. If your cat does need a kibble, this brand does have one. I wasn't able to try it, 
um, because it, the flavors that they have are turkey and chicken, and Harley can't have that. He's allergic to those. Um, the next brand, which I am absolutely loving um, and so far is my favorite, is Zeewee's. They are a holistic, specific, uh, species-specific brand, um, and it's whole protein. And what's great is that they are from New Zealand. It's from a small farm. And Harley can't eat all the flavors, but he can have their venison and beef. And he loves both of them. And when you look at the ingredients, if it says venison, every single thing in the ingredients is all venison. It's not mixed. The beef one, it's all beef. It's not mixed. They also have um, a couple of great freeze-dried options for like, I think they have beef, lamb, and chicken, which can act as a kibble. I can't get Harley to eat it. My Winnie Pooh loves it, but Harley won't eat it. He can't seem to figure out that it's his new replacement. And I think it's just because it is um, (laughs) super healthy. (laughs) He doesn't like that. But the canned food so far has been a huge hit. Um, And I just, I love that it's so natural. I love that everything that they need is in the can. And I, I feel good. It's a good transition um, to get them off the junky stuff. And, you know, there's none of the crap in it. There's no fruits or vegetables. It's just meat and vitamins. And I should mention, if your cat throws up a lot, has digestive issues, diarrhea, constipation, doesn't urinate well, scratches a lot, is bald in certain areas, has ear issues, watery eyes, etc., 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 this is not normal. These are all signs of food allergies. And no, steroids won't fix it. (laughs) And that's always the damn answer. So if you don't have a vet in your area that can test for food allergies, do a one source protein elimination diet. And it's better if you do what's called novel proteins. So, for example, start with the Zeewees. They have an all-beef food, and you can feed that for 10 to 14 days and see if the cat improves or the dog. Either one will work. Uh, All of these brands that I'm listing have um, dog food and cat food. If you don't see a change, then it's time to change the protein and try a different protein. So according to Dr. Ingram, 95% of all ailments can be fixed and completely eliminated simply by getting their food right, aka figuring out the freaking allergies. In fact, in his 52-year practice, they have been able to manage or completely eliminate all cancer in dogs and cats and eliminate all ailments completely and bad behavior simply by getting diet right. Um, hello, why is not every single vet doing this? I I don't understand this. I do not understand our system. Okay, back to cat brands. Solistic is another brand. It's a Petco brand and they are linked to Warova. I think that's how you pronounce it, Warova. Um, Warova is another very well-known cat brand considered higher end. Um, and they do more protein specific foods without all the crap in it. And Solistic is made by Waruva specifically for Petco. 
I didn't have the best of luck with Solistic. Um, they do have protein specifics. So for example, Harley can have duck. So like the recipe would be duck, duck liver, duck heart, duck kidneys. It's all duck. So the problem that I was having with Solistic is that they only had a couple of things that Harley could actually eat. And a lot of them had way too much juice in them. He doesn't like a lot of juice. So I've been dealing with the persnicketiness of how he likes, you know, it's not only the flavors, but how I, you know, plate it for him. So <laughs> he doesn't like a lot of juice. So it is what it is, but um, the brand itself is really good and it's been recommended. I've, I've talked to a couple of uh, other holistic vets and several of them have mentioned Solistic again and again. So I tried it out for myself. Um, Winnie Pooh loved it, but it was hard to find something for Harley. And finally, uh, a brand called Identity. I would say that this brand and Zeewee's are my top two. Both of them are phenomenal. This brand is out of Colorado. Um, they are a tiny little boutique pet food company for dogs and cats, and it's protein specific. It's designed with limited ingredients for animals with sensitivities, specifically food allergies, and they have what are known as those novel proteins that I was just talking about. So the most overused product on the market for dog and cat food is turkey and chicken. So when an animal is overexposed to these proteins, they often become sensitive to them. They get an allergy to them because they're getting way too much of it into their system. It gets overloaded and then the system is like, all right, failure, complete failure, we're done. So because they get overexposed to it, they become sensitive to it, they start getting allergies to it. And that's when you start to see the diarrhea, the watery eyes, uh, itchy skin because the, the, their systems are, are shutting down because the histamines are out of control. So by moving your pet into a novel protein, a novel protein is something that they have never likely been exposed to. So just take a little experiment and go to the pet store. Oh my God, I've spent probably four hours now at Petco. The woman there is like, oh, you're back again. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> but just look at all the brands. Chicken, turkey, chicken, turkey, chicken, turkey. That's all you see. And then of course, there's some tuna thrown in there. But no wonder our cats are getting allergies and our dogs are getting allergies to this because it's overused protein. So a novel protein is anything that you don't see a lot of. And this is why I love Identity. Again, they're out of Colorado, small batch company, little dinky tiny boutique mom and pop shop. Um, they have things like quail, they have rabbit, they have bison, pork, venison. These are considered novel proteins because if you go to your local pet or, uh, you know, cat dog store, they are not typically going to carry stuff like this on the shelves. It's turkey and chicken. So if your cat or dog has any of the ailments that I spoke about a minute ago, this is an excellent uh, way to test and to try through elimination to see if they react. And like this is an excellent brand. Um, Zeewee's and Identity both are excellent brands to try for eight weeks because they have these novel proteins 
And if your animal has some type of ailment, I almost guarantee you that you're going to see an improvement because they won't be eating chicken or turkey or tuna. So it allows their system to come to rest and to heal. I mean, Harley's only been on the novel protein uh, diet for two weeks and I'm seeing a massive difference in how he feels behavior, mood, peppiness. I mean, totally different cat. So all in all, I've noticed a huge difference in all three of them, not just Harley. Even though I had them on an excellent brand, I had them on a brand called Natural Balance. Um, One of the reasons that I liked it so much is that at the time when I worked with the nutritionist, uh, Natural Balance had never been recalled. I think it's been recalled twice now since I did that, but um, it had never been recalled. And it was at the time one of the best brands for commercial cat food on the market. But like many brands on the market, it still has fruits, it's got peas, carrots, and crap that cats can't digest. So it's only been in the last two weeks of this novel protein that I'm really starting to see, wow, like, yes, they need to be, uh, they need to have variety in their diet. And, you know, I think a lot of these brands are making these cat foods more like a human diet. Cats can't eat fruits, peas, carrots, legumes, and crap like that. And their argument is, oh, well, if they catch a bird that bird might have some of these things in its stomach. Well, a bird's stomach is tiny. It's not going to have all this crap in it. So I, I'm not sure I, I follow with that opinion. So in addition to the canned options, I personally am planning to convert them also to a partial raw diet. Lord have mercy. There's such a huge divide amongst the raw side versus the cook side when it comes to pet foods. Um, You know, there's, oh my gosh, there's just so much about people who feed raw are like absolutely 1000%. This is the only way to do it. And then people who do cooked are like, oh my God, you can't do that. (laughs) It's like politics. But from everything that I've read and all the research that I've done, adding raw into their diet is far better for their health and it extends their lifespan. Um, you know, and if I can get an extra five to seven years with my fur babies, just because of, you know, getting their diet right and adding more raw, hell yeah, it's going to be worth it. It's better than steroids. So if you're interested in, you know, trying commercial raw brands, I would look into Fignon. I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce that, but I will put the the link in show notes. Um, It's a great little company out of New York. Um, I believe the owner's name is Alma. I spoke with her on the phone. She's fabulous. She's amazing. Little dinky tiny. It's, I believe it's her and either a friend or a partner And it's literally them two, they go to the farmer's market, they go and hand select the meat and they hand make the, uh, the batches and the, the batches are made weekly and they only ship out two days a week. So if you miss those two days, you got to wait a full week. I mean, it's seriously small mom and pop, but it's really good. Um, and it's a great way to work with a commercial raw brand where you know that the the product is hand selected and, um, you know, it's, she is a pharmacist and she cares about your pet 
she cares about what you're feeding your pet. And, you know, that to me is extremely important. You know, you compare someone like her to Avengers, which no contest. Um, I think it's worth it to know where your food source is coming from for your pets. Um, another brand I would check out is Ida Hound. Um, they're over, they're closer over to California. So their shipping is limited. They really only work with people on the West Coast, but check them out. And also, uh, North Star Bison. Um, they're on the East Coast, I think Wisconsin, but I've ordered some, um, novel proteins from them. They carry rabbit, bison, elk, so some really great options for Harley, which I'm excited about. So I'm not here to convince you one way or another, but I do ask that uh, you do the work. Research the brands that you're feeding them. Understand what you're feeding them and where their food is coming from. And, you know, it's really important to give them the best chi possible. I'm keeping a journal of Harley's progress. I've been doing a lot of feng shui energy ceremonies on him. I've had my team of woos working on him to give him, you know, all kinds of love and good energy and healing. I've also been giving him herbal supplements and feeding him the novel proteins. So, you know, we're doing a lot of different things. And even though I know he isn't completely healed and it is going to take time, I know that without a shadow of a doubt, we are on the road to recovery and it's all thanks to Dr. Ingram. And now I'm going to have another five to 10 years with my best friend, which is amazing. So I think it's well worth it. And I, I'm so happy that I've been able to turn this around just like I did with my root canal. And I think that it's just a true testament that you've got to take your health into your own hands. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show and that it benefited you. Don't forget, I will be launching my Patreon account at the end of February. I will continue to post content here, but the extended cuts and exclusive content will now be found over there. And seriously, I am so excited to be able to connect with you on a more personal basis and build community. That's what it's all about, right? If you want to learn more about me, head on over to my website, interiorvibes.com. If you want to sign up for a feng shui course, head on over to courses.gatesinteriordesign.com. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies. <laughs>